This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we dig further into St. Luke's Gospel with Parable of the Minas Part 2, Triumphal Entry, Jesus Weeps Over Jerusalem, The Authority of Jesus, and The Wicked Tenants. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I will go to the altar of God. God, I see joy. Our help is in the name of the Lord. our struggle against sin, death, and the devil, all that prevents us from trusting in God and loving each other. Since it is our intention to receive the Holy Supper of our Lord Jesus Christ on this night when he instituted this blessed meal for our salvation, it is proper that we complete our Lenten discipline by diligently examining ourselves, as St. Paul urges us to do. This holy sacrament has been instituted for the special comfort of those who are troubled because of their sin and who humbly confess their sins, fear God's wrath, and hunger and thirst for righteousness. But when we examine our hearts and consciences, we find nothing in us but sin and death, from which we are incapable of delivering ourselves. Therefore, our Lord Jesus Christ has had mercy on us, For our benefit he became man, so that he might fulfill for us the whole will and law of God, and to deliver us, took upon himself our sin and the punishment we deserve. So that we may more confidently believe this and be strengthened in the faith and in holy living, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. It is as if he said, This is, I became man, and all that I do and suffer is for your good. As a pledge of this, I give you my body to eat. In the same way also, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Again, it is as if he said, I have had mercy on you by taking into myself all your iniquities. I give myself into death, shedding my blood to obtain grace and forgiveness of sins and to comfort and establish the New Testament, which gives forgiveness and everlasting salvation. As a pledge of this, I give you my blood to drink. Therefore, whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup confidently believing this word and promise of Christ dwells in Christ and Christ in him and has eternal life. We should also do this in remembrance of him, showing his death, that he was delivered for our offenses and raised for our justification. Giving him our most heartfelt thanks, we take up our cross and follow him, and according to his commandment, love one another as he has loved us. 
as our Lord on this night exemplified this love by washing his disciples' feet, so we, by our words and actions, serve one another in love. For we are all one bread and one body, even as we are all partakers of this one bread and drink from the one cup. For just as the one cup is filled with wine of many grapes and one bread made from countless grains, so also we, being many, are one body in Christ. Because of him we love one another, not only in word, but in deed and in truth. May the almighty and merciful God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, by his Holy Spirit, accomplish this in us. Amen. Having heard the word of God, let us confess our sins imploring God our Father for the sake of his Son, Jesus Christ, to grant us forgiveness. Almighty God, God be merciful to you and strengthen your faith. Amen. Do you believe that the forgiveness I speak is not my forgiveness, but God's? Yes. Let it be done for you as you believe. In this stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Go in peace. Amen. Amen. wondrous sacrament, you have left us a remembrance of your passion. Grant that we may so receive the sacred mystery of your body and blood, that the fruits of your redemption may continually be manifest in us. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
The Old Testament reading for Holy Thursday is from Exodus chapter 24. Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the just decrees. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words that the Lord has spoken we will do. And Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. He rose early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and twelve pillars, according to the twelve tribes of Israel. And he sent young men of the people of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of oxen to the Lord. And Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins, and half of the blood he threw against the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people. And they said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do, and we will be obedient. And Moses took the blood and threw it on the people and said, Behold, the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Then Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel went up, and they saw the God of Israel. There was under his feet, as it were, a pavement of sapphire stone, like the very heaven for clearness. And he did not lay his hand on the chief men of the people of Israel. They beheld God and ate and drank. This is the word of the Lord. disciples came to Jesus, saying, Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And as they were eating, he said, Truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful and began to say to him one after another, Is it I, Lord? He answered, 
He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered, Is it I, Rabbi? He said to him, You have said so. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when he had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of His Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten of man, being of one substance with the Father. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, gathered his closest companions to prepare for the Passover meal. He selected them, not the other way around. They were not the best and brightest, a fact that they had proven again and again over the preceding three years, and they certainly were not chosen because they were sinless. But he chose them nonetheless for this specific night. Tonight, they would fulfill the commandment given to Moses the observance that the Hebrews were supposed to keep each year. They gathered in the upper room 
in remembrance of God's mercy to honor a past event in which the wrath of Almighty God had spared their ancestors and smote the arrogant and unrepentant and faithless. They didn't know, couldn't know, that it was happening again. This was the last Passover. Not just Jesus' last Passover meal, but the last true Passover of all time. For the command of Yahweh was being fulfilled in a way that neither Moses nor the disciples could understand. The wrath of God would pass over not just one city, not just one nation, but over all mankind. All it took was some blood. Not the blood of a sheep or a goat, but the blood of God himself. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, prayed for his disciples. He prayed for them knowing full well that their vows of allegiance would not last the night. He knew their weaknesses, knew their sins, knew their selfishness, their pettiness, their greed. He knew that on this night, as St. Luke records, they would argue around that same Passover table about which one of them was the greatest, oblivious to what they were saying, oblivious to what Jesus had already taught. Jesus predicted Peter's denial, not just in a general way, but in a very specific way, as if he had already seen it happen. And he knew the silver was already in Judas's purse, the price for selling a king, the price for killing a friend. He knew all of this and more. And still, he loved them. Still, he prayed for them. In his high priestly prayer, Jesus prayed that the Father would keep them one, even as he and the Father are one. He prayed that they would be kept safe from the evil one, the deceiver of mankind who tries to lure people away as he did to Judas. Jesus prayed that his followers be sanctified in the truth, the truth that Pilate could not understand, and yet is given freely to his disciples both then and now. His truth in the scriptures, the word of God given by the Spirit of God, but also his truth given to us through his mysterion. Truth applied to water. Truth applied to bread. Truth applied to wine. He prayed not just for the twelve, but the myriads upon myriads who were to come after them, believing the truth from his servants' mouths, receiving the truth from his servants' hands. 
Jesus knew the trials that you would face because they are common to man. You are like one who has fallen overboard on the high seas, and there is no way to save yourself. You need a rescuer. And so Jesus prayed, My Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. His fear was real, and he knew the agony that awaited him. But he did not pray for a shortcut. He did not pray for an easy way out. He prayed that the Father's will be carried out for you. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took ordinary bread, made in the same manner as millions of other loaves, and he made this ordinary bread extraordinary. He bound his life and death and resurrection to this bread, the atonement made tangible. The bread of haste no more. This was now the bread of deliberation, the bread of sacrifice, the bread of reconciliation. Bread is a simple thing, really, the stuff of everyday life. But this bread is the stuff of new life, the meal of everlasting life. For with it, the body of Christ is given. In remembrance of Jesus, of his humiliation on our behalf, and his brilliant love for us, we partake of his flesh as he bids us, saying, whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. The two are inseparable, the bread and the body, and they come to us through his creative word, the same word that upholds the universe. There is no mathematical proof for this, and our reason cannot grasp it. It is apprehended only by faith. Jesus said, we believe. This mystery is beyond us, but it is for us. And we need it more than the nourishment of our bodies. We need to nourish our souls to build up our weak faith for the trials coming ahead. And he took the cup when he had supped, and he gave to them the blood of the new promise. As the blood of sheep and goats was sprinkled on the ark and the altar and the people, so the blood of this lamb is sprinkled on your tongue to seal the new covenant between God and man and mark the final day of atonement. Wine is the drink of joy, but this cup is also the drink of forgiveness. And where there is forgiveness, there 
is joy. The Lamb who was slain and who stands at the throne of God shed this blood for you who are so easily distracted, you who stumble off the narrow path again and again. For those sinners who are not worthy to be washed by Jesus, this cup is given. On the night when he was betrayed, our Lord walked to the upper room to dine with those who would abandon him and flee from danger. He walked up those stairs knowing that he would be left all alone, cut off even from the light of the Father to face the terrible abyss by himself. On that night, the Master became the suffering servant, washing, feeding, praying for those who need his ministrations the most. The justice of God rested on the spotless lamb, and so the debt is fulfilled. The mercy seat is thirsty no more. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. Let us come before our merciful God, praying on behalf of the church, the world, and all those in need. For the faithful proclamation of the gospel, for an increase of workers in the harvest field, and for zeal in taking the gospel to the ends of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. For good government for humble leaders who serve the public good, and for the peace in our troubled times, let us pray to the Lord. Lord for safe and effective schools, for teachers dedicated to their students, and for parents as they diligently raise their children, let us pray to the Lord. Lord for the sick and dying, for the chronically ill, and for all who mourn, let us pray to the Lord. For thankful hearts, for the recognition of God's constant faithfulness, and for generous support of all those in need, let us pray to the Lord. Lord for a faithful reception of the Lord's body and blood, and for a joyous anticipation of the eternal banquet feast of the Lamb that knows no end, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. O Lord, Heavenly Father, we here remember the sufferings and death of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, for our salvation. Praising his victorious resurrection from the dead, we draw strength from his ascension before you, where he ever stands for us as our own High Priest. Graciously hear our prayers for the sake of him who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right, good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who accomplished the salvation of mankind by the tree of the cross, that where death arose, their life also might rise again, and that the serpent who overcame by the tree of the garden might likewise, by the tree of the cross, be overcome. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
now that your body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith until life everlasting. Depart in his peace. Amen. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. Let us pray. O oh God, the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.